You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 177. Today, I'm walking you through the complete blueprint to consistent 10K months. So are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the PT Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson. And if this is the first time you're hanging out with me today, welcome. I'm super pumped that you're here. Honestly, I have stopped and started this recording at least 300 times. Not really. It's been more like four or five because I really want this episode to be concise, to the point, and really give you a 30,000 foot view of the exact step-by-step process that I would go through if I was starting over and that I carry my clients through when it comes to really mapping out and looking at the, what it takes to really get to those consistent 10K months, because the truth is you're probably closer to your goal than you realize. So what we've done is that we've, this is an episode that is really designed to give you a 30,000 foot view, but we've also put together a complete blueprint guide that has given you a list of episodes in an organized fashion that we would listen to in order to go deeper on some of the topics that we're about to dive into in today's episode. So if you're listening on on Apple, swipe up and check the show notes, grab the link where you can download this complete blueprint, because not only does it have a list, it also has a section where you can dive deeper on each episode so that you can actually walk away with your own custom to your business blueprint to get to those consistent 10K months, including this episode. This episode's in there, so it'll be a spot for you to take notes. So go ahead and grab that in the show notes, or you can come join us inside of the free Facebook group. We're going to make sure that that document or that guide is in there as well. Plus inside of the group, I'll be doing a free training on the 18th at 2 PM Eastern standard time where I'm going to help you master the science and art of selling without selling because people love to buy things, but they hate to be sold to. So all of that is free, complete free resources. So be sure to grab the notes. Otherwise grab a notebook and a pen, and we're going to dive in today's and what we're going to start with when it really comes to being successful is some of the invisible components that are required for you to be successful. And when I'm saying successful, I'm using 10 K as an arbitrary goal for the record. That goal is oftentimes the first marker of success that coaches will arbitrary put on themselves, but I'm just going to go ahead and give you permission to use whatever goal is in your mind, whether it's 2 K 10 K 50 K or hundred K the goal is really arbitrary. It's more about what is it that you want? 
And we have to look at the invisible component. So as someone who has built multiple six-figure business on my way to seven figures and helped hundreds of clients do the same, and not only that, I have had hundreds upon hundreds of conversations around success, both with super successful people and people who are struggling. And these are some of the things that keep coming up over and over and over. And it really does start with the invisible components. Now, why do I say that? Because the truth of the matter is that all of the unanswered how-to questions, all of the strategy is often laid out in free documents, in free resources like podcasts, in free components. The information is accessible even to people who don't even have a ton of money. We could go to, to libraries. There are options for accessibility when it comes to learning the strategy and the unanswered how-to questions. So then what really is, what are these invisible components? And so the first thing that I'm going to talk about is really twofold. So it is number one, it is the believability in yourself on two components on number one, whether or not you can do it or two, your threshold of risk. And so let's dive into that a little bit deeper and what I mean. So before I even go there, I want to just go, of course, validate your circumstances and your experiences, because the truth is that not everybody has the same level of skill acquisition speed. They also don't have the same level of access to the skill that is required and the skill, you know, support. They don't have the level of speed to which they can get to the outcome. This is important and it's going to come up later in the, in the episode because the speed is the fast track and that will oftentimes require leverage. So I am in under no illusion that some people have more support, more access, that there are lots of circumstances that are not even in your level of, of control, meaning not e- meaning that you, there are circumstances that are happening in your life that were out of your control and not even your fault. And I'm just going to go ahead and acknowledge it. But like I said in an Instagram post recently, if you follow me over there at Beeson's and Fitness, I said that I get it. That is hard. And now is also your opportunity to make a decision to change how you perceive what's happening and what has happened to you and in your circumstances. So this is not to invalidate what you've been going through, but more to empower you to make a new choice because what you focus on grows. And so one of the biggest contributing factors to the people who are successful versus the people who continue to struggle is just their ability to do so is just this believability in themselves, this knowing that it, their success is inevitable and it is already done. The success is as true as the sun is coming up tomorrow. So let me dive into this metaphor just a little bit deeper because it really is important. Is that the successful people wake up knowing that their business is going to hit 10K, 100K, 50K or whatever it is at that number in their mind. 
in the same way that you and I wake up every morning and think, and just know that the day is going to come. Chances are you go to sleep at night thinking, you know, knowing, having this inner knowing, this inner expectation that the sun is coming up tomorrow. There's literally zero doubt in your mind that you're going to open your eyes the next day. In fact, you're probably going to sleep at night thinking about all the stuff that you should have done and that, oh, you'll just do it tomorrow. You'll just do it the next day. You're thinking in the future. When the truth is that the next five minutes isn't promised. Nowhere is it written that you're going to get another day. And yet we often operate knowing that that day is going to come, that that sun's going to come. And I want you to think about your business, whatever that number in your mind is that you're trying to get, it's going to come as easily as the next day is going to come. Now, this doesn't mean, by the way, that you can't have a human thought or a human experience. And people sometimes will be like, is it going to rain? And then they stress and worry about, you know, are there clouds going to come? So it's not about making sure we have all these positive thoughts and that we never have a human experience of feeling like, oh, wait, this isn't happening the way I thought it was going to happen. It's just about more where the attention is and where the unconscious knowing is. And the good news is regardless of your circumstances or what happened or happening, you have the ability to make a different choice right now and a different choice in terms of what it is you get to focus on. And honestly, the people who are successful are the ones that are unconsciously or, or rather it's unconsciously or consciously operating from a knowing that their success is inevitable. It's kind of like that Dunning-Kruger's effect is that that's what magnetizes people is because they don't know what they don't know. And it's a blessing and a curse. Oftentimes, especially if you're anything like me and you are a high achieving evidence-based health pro, knowing that there's you know, more to learn, oftentimes that is our biggest gift and also our Achilles heel. I think this is true in just my opinion. I, I, in talking to hundreds of people, it's that I often see this a lot. A lot of people's biggest gift is also their biggest heel. It's kind of like that law of polarity. You can't have one without the other. So the idea in bringing this to your attention, your awareness is not to, you know, shame or it's not to, you know, get you to change or move into relentless positivity. It's just to bring acute awareness of what might be coming up for you and what might be holding you back. Because the truth is that your heart's desire is safe guidance. There's a reason you want to do what it is that you want to do versus, you know, why not be a hula hoop instructor or a kindergarten teacher or, you know, an actor on Broadway or a children's author. I think about, I use this example often where I think about, oh, well, my friend is a really good children's author. And I'm so glad she is, but oh, I would hate it if I had to do that. There's a reason we're not stuck in cubicles. So what would it really look like if you went all in on you and trusted and knew that your success was inevitable and nobody said that you had to be perfect, that it had to be perfect, because what is that anyway? So that's the first thing that I noticed the, the successful people do is they literally have zero doubt that they're going to do it. And they operate from a knowing 
but their success is inevitable. This is why I always say you're probably closer to your goal than you realize. Because I am going to give you the simple strategy. I am going to answer any of those how-to questions, of course. It's just really going to be about whether what you do with it. Because I'm really on a mission to help evidence-based trainers and coaches and physical therapists and registered dietitians reach their wealth goals, wealth in life, wealth in money, wealth in their business. Because when that happens, more people will be helped and more people will be living in joy, peace, because it will raise the industry standards and the consciousness of the world. And I'm on a mission to help more people do that. And I can give you all the strategy in the world until I'm blue in the face. And it will mean nothing if you don't believe in yourself that you can do it. The second part of that belief or of that, of that belief is the threshold of risk tolerance. And the people who are uber successful in your mind It's not even that they know more than you or they're smarter than you or that they have some strategy that they're keeping hidden. I mean, listen, this podcast is literally designed to give you everything that you need in terms of strategy to make whatever goal it is that you want, despite your circumstances and level of accessibility. That's the whole point of this resource. In fact, it's literally the whole point of the complete blueprint resource so that you have all of it. The successful people just have a higher risk tolerance to putting their message out, to spending more money on Facebook ads, and to showing up and being visible. So let's just go ahead and break those down really quickly as fast as I can. The first is that You know, a lot of people have a lot of fear around being seen, heard, and being visible, myself included. One of the things that I heard from Grant Cardone that really, really struck a nerve with me and it really did open up my mind that I'm going to share with you is he said that it's more important to be known than it is to be popular. And so what he was saying was that if you can release or or rather when you release the need to be liked you'll be able to show up more powerfully in your content in your message in in your marketing and then you'll be known and That is what helps you stand apart in the market space. This is something I teach inside of PT Profit Formula and Accelerator is that we're talking about being polarizing, but we're not taught. I don't teach you to be polarizing, to be right, to prove yourself, to make other people wrong. What I'm talking about in terms of polarizing is magnetizing yourself to attract your ideal clients and really push away the people that aren't meant to be in your world. And now that doesn't mean that those people aren't meant to be helped or served, just perhaps not by you. Maybe you're not the best coach for them. And that's a good thing. We're not here to help everyone. We're here to help your people. We're here to help everyone, but not in the way of everyone buying your products and services. We help everyone, 
by magnetizing ourselves to serve the people who are going to be right for you and moving the people who aren't right for you towards the people who are right for them. So I think of it like this. If I had to train with Arnold Schwarzenegger, I probably wouldn't have been gotten into, into fitness. Not that I have anything against him, just knowing that he's not my ideal coach. So you help everyone by polarizing yourself. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, but it's true. And this is going to require you to release the need to be liked. And this is hard because this is actually in our, in our human code. We need, it's one of our fundamental needs to be loved and feel safe. And so this is why personal development is so important in business is because your need for safety needs to come from you and it needs to come and you need to feel so resilient. So this means that your safety is going to come from your inner knowing, your resilience in yourself, your competency in knowing that what you stand for is what you stand for and then the risk that it takes for you to show up. And so the higher that that risk tolerance is, by the way, in terms of being visible, being seen, being releasing the need to be liked, this is when people start to fuel their their message with being more visible, either with paid advertising opportunities, networking opportunities, whether their content's getting shared, like they're becoming more visible, whether they intended to or not, this often is directly correlated with a inner knowing and conviction of drawing a line in the stand and sharing it over and over and over again. So this is why I, this is the nuanced difference and why I'm always talking about how just adding a ton of value and just, you know, posting every single day, it's not a business strategy. It really isn't. There is components to powerful positioning, which we're going to talk about inside of this, in this episode, that, that does matter. However, you need to ask yourself, what is preventing you from wanting to post every day, from wanting to share your, your message? Is it that you are doing those things and it's just not getting any traction? So you're losing steam, or is it that you are afraid to be seen, to be heard, to be judged? And for the record, if that's true, no worries. Like there's no shade thrown. There's no, there's no shame. I'm not setting any shame spirals on it because me too, you're not alone. It's the human experience. And then there's a threshold of tolerance about, you know, what it is that they're willing to spend and invest in their business to get support for coaching, masterminding, networking, and also, you know, to increase their visibility for being seen. I, I listened to this. And, and for those of you who are curious about my stance on paid advertising, I'm a huge proponent and fan for it. And it's interesting because I saw someone talk about, oh, if I had multiple six-figure, you know, I ran multiple seven-figure businesses. And if I could go back and tell myself that, that I, you know, not to spend money on Facebook ads, I would. And I was thinking to myself, what are you, is that true? And then I, when I looked at her profile, she has, you know, over a hundred 
30,000 people that are following her. And so just one quick caveat when I'm talking about following, because I know you've heard me say that, you know, focusing on your following doesn't matter if you're trying to generate revenue. And what I mean by that is that you, it goes back to what I was saying earlier in terms of the popularity, popularity, vanity metrics, like likes, comments, shares, which, and follows, which people are always searching for. They tend to be what is, you know, at the cost of what really matters, which is knowing your numbers in your business and the back end of your business, knowing that for every follower that comes into your world, into your sphere has the potential to become a customer. As long as you you have the back end system set up. So it's not that it doesn't matter. It's just that people are focused on a metric in, in a way that's not really going to serve them. Okay. So I say that because it's easier for her to say, don't spend money on Facebook ads when she has a captivated, engaged audience of people who, and her back end is already set up. And so while she's right in the sense that there is a significant difference between throwing money at a problem. So just saying, oh, I need, I have a leads problem. I just need to, you know, spend thousands of dollars on money to, to grow my popularity versus having a, a strategic known problem where you are focusing on increasing awareness around who you are because people cannot buy from the internet's best kept secret. And so the truth is that your business needs to have a combination of both. At least that's what I teach and what I stand by, what I've seen has worked for me and for my clients. And what I will say is that it doesn't mean that you need to throw money and then lose money. No, no, no. Inside of PT Profit Accelerator, we talk about how we actually make money and we build paid lead acquisition so that you actually get paid to achieve, to acquire a lead at any part of your process, whether it's the front end or the back end and a combination of both. So that's a deeper conversation, which we can have at a later date, regardless, most successful businesses, if you look at the multiple million dollar businesses out there, have a combination of organic and paid strategy advertising. And what is frustrating for small business owners is that a lot of the big companies, they have thousands upon thousands because of their investors to liquid of liquid to run a paid advertising so that they can be known. And what sucks for, for the struggle for the small business owners is that they can run at a loss for a long period of time. And small business owners, we really can't. And so this is why I help my coaches and my 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 people set up pay lead acquisition so that you can increase your known components through paid and organic advertising and get paid for it. So this is what we do inside of my world. However, I'm bringing this to your attention when it comes to, to you building your complete 10K blueprint so that you know that 
you're aware of what your risk tolerance is in terms of your visibility, in terms of the money that you're willing to invest and spend. And the people who are successful, whether they're using paid advertising or not, that was just one experience, but, or and one example, because even if they're not, they're putting their money into networking, masterminds, group coaching programs, combination of both. They're not trying to do it all themselves because I can guarantee you right now that every successful business, whether it's a million, a hundred K, 250 K, they did not get there alone. And you are not expected to do that either. So that's really the first invisible component is the belief in yourself. And the second part to that is the, is the, you know, pushing out the risk tolerance and, and really getting clear and increasing the risk tolerance threshold. And then the next invisible component that we're going to talk about is the decision. You are the CEO. You are the owner. Your job day in and day out is to make decisions. And so the people who are successful, they just make a decision and they go all in faster. Now, just one caveat is that people who are in indecision, that's still a decision. And honestly, this is like me. I do this. And and I will oftentimes waver and waffle on making a decision. And it usually comes from a place of because I want to make the right decision. I want to make the best decision. I I don't want to get this wrong. I can assure you that successful people think that every decision they make is right, whether it is or not. And they don't operate going, oh, what if I get this wrong? Usually it's no, it's going to work. And then when it doesn't work, they are just get more resourceful and until it does work, it goes back to that inner knowing of knowing that the sun is going to come up. And so this is one of the things that I'll tell you is to decide. And in that decision is also going to be now your business goals. Make a decision on your business goals. So I asked one of my mentors one time, because he was talking about how to build a mastermind and he was talking about his experience. And the first time that he, that he built his mastermind and he said, I was going to get 12 people. And that was what he got clear and committed to. Now there's a difference between a business goal that's going to stretch you and a business goal that you are committed to. And so I asked him, I said, well, what did you, you know, did you ask, you know, think about, you know, what would happen if you didn't get those 12 people? And he looked at me and he said, I don't think like that. I knew that 12 people was, I was committed to it and knew it was going to happen. There, it it was, it was done. I was committed to it. So I want you to think about a time in your life where you were committed to a goal, whether it was committed, not that you were striving for, but think about, have you ever competed? Have you ever, you know, achieved a fitness goal? And so now you might, if you're anything like me, especially as a high achiever, start be wondering and thinking to yourself, yeah, but those were times in my life that I wasn't necessarily healthy, that it was at all costs. So I'm not saying go all the way down to that next side, that side of the spectrum. No, there is a way that you can healthily, mentally, and physically come get committed to your goal. 
So that's what that's, you know, that's what we're talking about here is how, you, you know, make you setting the business goals so that you are committed to your goal. So those are some of the invisible components that I would say the successful people continue to do and they just continue over and over to decide decide that this is their goal that this is what's going to happen that the sun's going to come out and they're constantly looking for the ways that they can grow their threshold of risk now we can start getting into some of the strategic unanswered hitty you know nitty-gritty how-to which is you know, who's your ideal client. And so now part of this guide that we talk about is, you know, how to find your fitness niche. We go deeper inside of this, but we need you to know who you are talking to. And it's not going to be your demographics that we are used to seeing. It's the psycho demographics. When you are very clear on what is the problem that you solve and the specificity is going to be that laser beam for you, get clear on the specific problem that you solve. How do you do this? Well, identify the symptoms that you're solving. So for example, I have a headache, right? That is what my challenge is. That is my suffering. That is my pain point. Pain means pay attention. So my pain, my prop. So I'm describing my problem in pain. I have a headache. Now you get to ask yourself, well, what's causing that? Because that's the problem that you solve. And so a lot of people actually know, they might know the problem and they start creating all the solution-based content, like, oh, three ways to solve dehydration. The challenge with that and the reason why that content is falling flat is because your people don't have problem awareness. They don't know that they're in a problem. Otherwise they would solve it. They, they know that they're in pain and they know that they, and they're walking around saying, oh, my problem is I have a headache. They just don't know what the root cause of the problem is. So this is powerful for you because when you know that you, and, and when you start calling out and saying, you're, are you going through this experience? Are you going through this pain and having this experience? You are diagnosing the problem for them. And then you become the go-to on a subconscious level. You become the go-to expert. I'll never forget the first time my friend, Allison, she was on this podcast, by the way, and I love her. Uh, she, she was the one that showed me this watermelon hack to help, you know, cut a watermelon with ease that your kids will like, love it and feel it like popsicle. Then I started seeing that hat everywhere. Do I think she was the one that invented it? No, but she was the first person that showed me about it. So in my mind, she's the expert. So every time I see, like, I even saw an ad on how to cut a, a watermelon like this. And I looked at it and I thought, oh, that's Allison's trick. Allison taught me that. So when you are the person that diagnoses that problem and brings awareness to that person, unconsciously, you become the expert. So you find your ideal client and niche through identifying the problem that you solve, because here's the deal. If I solve dehydration, then my content is going to look a lot different than the person who solves concussions. And my people who are suffering from headache because of a concussion are going to come to me, not the people who are suffering from a headache because of dehydration. This is that important. Spend time here on this. Now that we know who the person is, now that we know what problem that we solve, and we know where it is that they want to be, the next up is that irresistible offer. Now, 
here's the thing about this irresistible offer is that it's not your program. It's not your course. It's not your membership. It's not the facts and features and the way you solve the problem. It is actually specifically how you solve the problem, the fastest, most efficient way possible. So early, so, so, and it's not just your membership. That's only one component. The offer is seven main components. And I don't want to overwhelm you and have this episode be three hours long. So let me just give you the first three most important components of this offer, which is the promise. It is the process in which you deliver on the process. And then of course the price. Now the price isn't necessarily just a money exchange. This isn't necessary. This is an energetic exchange, an email exchange, a conversation exchange, a, an hour of time exchange. It is some type of exchange, but they're making, no mistake. There is an investment that someone is putting into solving the problem, whether it's listening to an hour podcast, whether it's getting on a conversation with you, downloading your freebie, whether it's downloading your paid, buying your course. It's not just your membership. And, and a lot of people really, and it's not your fault if you, if this is you, but in the hundreds of people that I've just talked to in the last few months, it's very hard to shift out of the session dollar for hour thinking because that's how we're trained. This is this is how insurances pay. This is how service providers typically pay. But honestly, that's not what we're that's not what people are paying for. So this is one of the biggest questions that people will ask me is how do you decide what goes into something free versus what goes into something that that is paid? Well, really what we're talking about is 3.5 or four levels of ways you add value, right? Which is, you know, people could spend and, and the speed to which you get the desired outcome speed will win over free. So people aren't investing in information. People are investing in implementation and the speed to which you get them the outcome. So if you want to add more value, add ways that you can increase the speed. So for example, I put together a free resource that's literally organizing all of my two, almost 200 hours of content for you in an organized systematic way so that you could go step-by-step in how you can build your consistent 10K months. Now, this process is, you know, that, that took time. So I took that time. I took that leverage and not just me. We actually, we are my team. We put this together so that we organize the time for you to increase the speed. Now that's not free. I mean, it is in terms of money, but I, in order to get that, we'll need your email. That's email real estate. So that's not free. But it's more, uh, it's a more accessible option than say thousands upon thousands of dollars that people will often charge for that work. And so then there's that next level, which is going to be a organized systematic approach that, that go, that dives deeper. That's going to get them the more, that's going to get them a result faster. So, and then that doesn't even necessarily have to be thousands of dollars. So in my business, I've got a $47 and a $197 offer actually, that's going to help you get this result. Cause it's not just about the what and the why it's about seeing the blind spots and, and helping you access leverage and helping you get to that result faster. Cause now you're going to get feedback because you're going to get my feedback and you're going to get, 
a deeper process that I have invested thousands upon thousands of dollars and time that we can't get back. So that's more leverage that's going to get you to your goal faster. So that's oftentimes a higher investment. And not even necessarily access or dollar for hour from me, but it's more organized speed to help you get to your goal faster. That is a adding in value and then so on and so forth as you start to add coaching and and access. And this comes in so many different ways, which of course, you know, this would be a seven hour podcast if if I were to continue to record and go deeper on this, which I do in my other programs. So it's not that 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 isn't accessible and and which I do in my other episodes, which is what we've put together this list for you. So that's how you're adding value when it comes to your offer and whether your offer is free or paid. But make no mistake, every case that you are making a case for, it's an offer, whether it's your perspective, whether it's for your free training or whether it's for your paid services. Then once you have this offer and you know that, and it's uniquely yours because it's your context. It's what you, it's not about reinventing biomechanics. It's you taking your context and what you've learned, how you organize it, how you put it together, how you use different cues, how you help people get to the goal. Now we get to really powerfully put ourselves in a position that is going to separate us in the market space. And Honestly, it comes down to the uniqueness of you and how specifically you solve the problem, which is unlike anyone else out there. And when you craft your messaging that makes a case from that offer and it's constantly moving people through a content customer journey on exposing problems, solving problems, and then introducing the new problems that people will often face and solving those. That's how, and and adding that layer of you, which you uniquely do it, that's how you're going to solve the problem. That's how you're going to powerfully position yourself in the market space. And then from there, we can come up with your content plan where we organize your content that carries them through this process. And then we really take a look, a closer, deep look at our relationship to selling and we make more asks. We just keep asking, asking, asking. And the ask is not about begging or taking away from anyone else. It is about empowering and inspiring people to say yes to themselves because the transformation is in the transaction. And then when we organize that content plan, ask more, and then we really build this system and then keep rinsing and repeating it, the last and most important thing is to is to have them know your numbers so that you are measuring the metrics that matter. Because marketing is all about guessing, testing, and assessing. Nobody has it figured it it out. Even the people you're looking at that are at the top, and maybe they are in a place that are, you know, where you desire and dream to be, they're still constantly having to keep up with the changes. What worked in 2012 no longer works. And so as long as people are wanting to stay relevant, wanting to be at the top, wanting to have the success, it's going to require them to continue to learn, grow expand and stay relevant, which is where courses come in. Coaching can oftentimes come in. This is where 
you know, this is why people stay in masterminds. This is why, this is why connection community is so important. It's essential because a lot of it will give you some of the strategy unanswered how to questions, help you really push and push through your uncomfortability in terms of your risk mitigation or in terms of your risk tolerance and help you have the confidence to show up for yourself. Sometimes everyone needs support and everyone needs to have a little bit of, you know, wind beneath their wings for a last, for lack of a better word, <laughs> phrase. <laughs> um, so the goal isn't to figure this out on your own. In fact, that's probably the slow track. The people who are uber successful have support. They are supported by their peers, by their mentors. So you're not meant to do this alone. So there you have it. The complete blueprint to consistent 10K months. And honestly, the truth is I want to just go back. Once you have this offer, once you have this plan, and once you know your numbers, it really just becomes, you know, knowing it really just becomes a math and a numbers game, which is the more conversation, the more connection content you create with will that leads to more conversations will mean more conversions hands down, whether or not you have a hundred followers, 400 followers or 400 million followers. So if this episode was super helpful for you today, it would be a huge favor to me if you wouldn't mind screenshotting, tagging me at B Simpson Fitness, letting me know what your biggest takeaways are. And please leave a five-star review because this is going to help us help more people. So thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.